Hello, everyone. Real quick note before we hop into this week's episode. I just wanted to mention that you may notice during the episode that Jeffrey's audio doesn't sound great. I know that's happened a lot this season, and I'm sorry uh, for those of you who I know have a real ear for quality. Essentially, Jeffrey's computer had a glitch, and it recorded with his digital camera's microphone instead of his actual recording microphone, and that happened for two episodes, so you'll probably notice that this weekend next. I apologize. Hopefully, it won't detract too much from the episode. This one's pretty fun, uh, so sit back and enjoy the show. Turn your volume Everybody down. Everybody hold your ears. <laughs> I can't release that. <laughs> That's nothing but spikes. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Make Believe Heroes, an actual play 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons adventure for everyone. I'm your dungeon master, your pal, your friend, your maitre d. What? DJ. DJ. DJ, DJ Paul. DJ Paul. And uh, we're going to play some Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. We're, Sorry. we're not doing This is not happening. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, but before we play D&D, let's, uh, let's introduce our, our panel of guests. <laughs> okay. I say guests because this is your last episode. All of you, you're fired up for today. I'm Jeffrey, and I play Kjorg. Kjorg. I'm Felicia, and I play Mogret Stonefire. I'm Ezra, and I play Claren. Who? The, the Dree. Cares. My name is Zach, and I play Chris. <laughs> 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 That was good. I did not see that coming. Who? A dream. A dream. Cares. Boom. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. We're going to play D&D, but first, uh, a couple things. First, if you love our show and you love our sound effects and all that stuff, you know what you should do? You should go to BattleBards.com. They offer all kinds of awesome gaming spice for your table. Very spicy. BattleBards.com. Use the code MBH Podcast, and I think you can still get a discount on a uh, BattleBards Prime subscription. But either way, you should just go check them out because they're awesome and they they love us and we love them. Uh, you want to support us, you want to give us some of that cash that you have an abundance of, then go to patreon.com slash Heroes and support yes. us. Uh, and if you do, if you go to patreon.com slash makebelieveheroes and you support us, you'll have access to a lot of awesome rewards like early release episodes, special NBH Plays episodes that aren't released in the main feed like this new campaign we're doing of the One Ring RPG. So go check that out. Uh, and if you do, we'll give you a shout out live on the air. Just like one of our favorite patrons, we love you, Mark Dunlap. Mark! Another one! Yeah! Mark, thank you so much for supporting us. Yeah. For being amazing. <laughs> you rock. You can be cool like Mark if you go to patreon.com and support us at even $1. We'll give you that shout out live on the show. But say you don't have that money. You know, you just can't do that. But you still love us. You want to help us. And take out a small loan. Give us a five star review on iTunes. And if you do that. Okay. <laughs> of a million dollars. <laughs> and if you go and leave us that five star review, we will read it live on the air. Just like this review, which is about to be read by Ezra. 
This review comes from BK Flamer. Mm. It is titled Spicy Meatball Extravaganza <laughs> with an exclamation mark. <clears throat> Very good. Very good. <laughs> the best weekly D&D game. And that is before you add meatballs. Keep it up, team. Wait, I guess what? that's a spaghetti reference. Is that I'm guessing that's a spaghetti reference. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. This is uh, this we is a review s- from the United Kingdom. Huh. From the UK. From March 2020. It's one of those reviews that we didn't get on our iTunes, and I had to go digging deep on the internet to find all the uh, foreign co- reviews. So I'm out of coffee. Thank you so much, BK. We appreciate the review, <laughs> and we'll read your review if you send us one. Yeah. Something else you could do. And I feel like we're closing in on the end of this. Thankfully. People are still doing this. But if you leave us a review with a just a period in the body of the text, and we're doing it right now. Like this one that is from Neil Grage, and it's entitled Best Podcast Ever, but it's five stars with just a period in the body. Jeffrey will fill in the contents of the review as he is going to do right now. Take it away, Mark. This review was given by Neil Grage, and he says... This is the best podcast ever. And. And. Um. The coolest character is Kjorg. And we're back to oh these. Gosh, of course. To As you And Claire. <laughs> and <Daddy laughs> obviously. <laughs> and Claire has daddy issues. That's true. And the werewolf. Nero. Is the coolest. And. I feel like these are repetitive. <laughs> and everyone else is going to die because <laughs> oh George gracious. is going to beat them. This to is death. the worst review. I'm oh so my goodness. sorry. This is, a, this is a really dark review. At the gauntlet. Sorry, whoever put this out the there. The fact that people actually asked for this still confuses me. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> Truth. And the next episode should be Kjorg and Servants working together. Buddy Cop. That would be a podcast. Please listen to this podcast. Thank you. Thank you for your review. And if you would like to save us some time, just go leave a review about how good Kjorg and all of Jeffrey's characters are. <laughs> 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 Thank wow. you so much, Neil. We appreciate it. Uh, let's roll a giant bloody 20. Neil. That is an 11. An 11. Sure which, 11. So we'll see how that affects. Of course, tonight, I think what really matters isn't so much how I roll. It's how you guys roll against one another. Let's talk about what happened last time on Make Believe Heroes. Last time, our adventurers finally had their opportunity to shine in the Gauntlet of the Moon. The day began bright and early with breakfast at the Waxing Way Inn. They filled their bellies with proteins and the like, and then they set out headed toward the arena for the gauntlet. Arriving there, they met a few people, uh, such as the elven lady who was taking their tickets and signing them up, uh, as well as a certain particular orange-reddish dragonborn named Drake O'Kelly, who introduced himself to Mogert and tried to... um, Win her over? He asked her out on a date. I mean, he yeah. was trying to, he's like really she working had no hard. Idea. She didn't know. You all then had to literally draw straws to determine who would go first. With some clever usage from his rope dart and his bow, Claren was able to rise victorious and go on to the next round. In his fight, Kjorg managed to steal a harp and a set of jorts from two totally different competitors. Um, it was an interesting 
battle, but of course, Kjorg won and continues forward. In round three, Mogert stepped out, and Mogert also bested her enemies, although three of them took each other out as a set of uh, dwarven triplets, I believe it was, uh, set about just beating the time out of each other until they all passed out, and Mogert continued forward. And then Chris, with the fourth round and final of the last episode, faced off against an enormous minotaur and four weird goblin gnomes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were wearing potato sacks. Wearing potato, potato sacks. sacks. <gasps> Dobby style. What? Uh, with the help of these four goblin gnomes, they bested the enormous minotaur oh, using yeah. uh, fireballs and lightning bolts and all. And what was the what was the other uh, the, uh, the steel uh, wind the storm strike. the steel wind strike? Yeah, all kinds of crazy stuff. So it was just a it's an incredible match. And then Chris, of course, <laughs> continues forward, and that is where we begin this week's episode. As Chris exits the arena, the th- other three of you are in the stands. You've just watched Chris's match. And uh, at that time, uh, some of the representatives, a representative, a worker from uh, the gauntlet comes to each of you, which I think, if I'm not wrong, Claren, you and Mogert were together, right? Joe hanging out together over there? Yeah. We yeah. were sitting yeah. together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure you were. Kjorg was on top of the... Yeah, Kjorg's up here on the top. Yeah, so Kjorg, you see someone like up on the stands above where you're at and they yell down at you. You all need to report to the waiting areas down below. Once this match begins, you all need to be in there to get ready. So you all have instructions to head that way. Sure jumps like Batman. Your dives. You all <laughs> this crowd does. You all head that way? Yes. Yes. As as you guys are going that way, a lot of the people in the stands are like, Yo, you were so awesome. That was so great. They're like high fiving you. Um, you know, like like cheering your name and people will like Mogert, Mogert, Claren, Kjorg, 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 You know, it's just kind of a lot of excitement around you guys having won, you know. And Chris, so you, Chris. But you make your way down to the bottom, uh, and there are people down there who tell you where to go. You head inside. There's basically like halls that go inside the bottom floor that circle around the gauntlet, like in the lower sections of where the seats are in the stadium. You guys go inside. You all kind of run into each other there at the bottom. Um, where you know you have to enter, where they lead you. And you enter inside the halls. So there you are. You're walking forward together again. Is there people like at baseball games? Are they like here going, hot dog, get your hot dog? Probably. Hot dog, get your hot dog. Okay, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for that. Ezra just came to the gauntlet for the hot dogs. So here we go. You're walking. You all did super great in the. Uh, your matches. That was awesome. Yeah, do you like my jorts? <laughs> I saw you pants that guy. That was uh, pretty hilarious. I actually have the jorts on. You put the jorts on? You just put them on over your pants? No, I don't have them on over my pants. I, I just have the jorts on now. Oh, you just changed into the... Did you uh, grab the harp? I didn't keep it, but oh, it did make a good frisbee. <laughs> What's a frisbee? And these salted peanuts are good. Kind of like Turtle Rock. Oh, like you throw it and it spins in the... Yes. Nice. So you guys keep walking and after a few minutes you get to this waiting area. It's a large room where they're kind of, there's someone leading you, an attendee. Chris is in there. He is standing over against the other wall. Chris, you have been tended to. Any wounds you had from your battle have been healed and they've instructed you to just kind of take the next 45-ish minutes and rest. Chris, that was amazing, and she goes to give him a high five. A uh, uh, high five. Honestly, the champion team—we are crazy people. Is I am just 
This is so fun. Did you see me knock that dude out with my bow? Like I pulled the string on his face and let it was it was awesome. <sighs> Didn't even know I could do that. Do you like my jorts? I I like the jorts. Yeah, your jorts are awesome. When when you hit him, I was kind of hoping that you'd end up stealing them, but <laughs> I didn't know if you'd go through with it. <laughs> George, you gave him pants back, right? Uh, like he's not just naked somewhere, right? No, I gave him a piece of cloth to cover okay. himself. <laughs> didn't you embarrass him enough? You had to take his shorts. He was unconscious. He didn't know. Well, he knows now. <laughs> Mogert's gonna slip off from them. She's gonna go away from him because she's just pretty nervous because she's gotta fight her friends. And she's going to just, like, hold her necklace in her hand and just kind of whisper, get her teeth. I know that you told me I didn't have to fight in the gauntlet, but here we are. And uh, just help me to do my best, please, Gertie. <sighs> just watch over me and uh, I wish my family was here. She just does that and whew, breathes really deep and kind of stretches and whatever and she just goes back over to the group kind of chris is gonna walk over to kjorg uh hey kjorg what's up i hate to do this um this fight i'm gonna need that hand back oh you need the hand back <laughs> yeah i need it so if you could just detect- what do you need it for well uh it would give me an advantage <laughs> don't you already have a hand no no i'm 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 kidding it, it was a joke. And then I kind of put my head down because he didn't catch on and walk away like I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like, we have, like we have all done in real life. Kirk doesn't catch on yeah, to things. Tries to make a funny joke. It doesn't, doesn't. work out. Walks away. <laughs> stupid. Gosh. Wait, stupid. I can't believe you. Gosh, stupid. It was way funnier in my head. <laughs> After a few minutes of you guys, you know, kind of awkwardly chatting, it, it becomes increasingly more awkward. Um, I'm sure. Yes, we're about to beat each other up. <laughs> yeah. But uh, after a little while, after about you know 15 or so minutes, you guys do hear a sound, and it's like a... And you hear like people yelling and stuff, and you realize, well, the, the match that was going on out there must have just ended uh, pretty quickly. You realize, well, that's it, and you guys are next. And shortly after that, you hear a door open. And in walks the same elven lady who was there uh, early this morning taking your tickets and everything and gave you the straws. She says, well, hello, everyone. Um, I see they've already brought you here. Would anyone like anything, a refreshment or a drink or Do you have like any that? orange juice? I'd like a watermelon. Is it hot in here? <laughs> we have refreshments, so. What is that? Mostly water. I can see if we have any orange juice. That that's probably probably have some of that as well. Maybe just water. I changed my mind. Do you have any dragonade? Oh, actually, yes. There is a pitcher of water and a pitcher of dragonade right over there. Those What's dragonade? Most... What is what dragonade? Yes. You've never had dragon. No. No, I'm not a dragon. It's like um, you know, like a pre-workout sort of. Anyway, <gasps> just just help yourself to it. Do you inge- do you extract it from dragon? It's full of you know electrolytes. Dragon no. urine. I hate you. <laughs> Anyhow, the final competitor should be joining you all shortly. He is being attended to by the clerics, of course. You all have about 15 minutes. 15? In 15 minutes, we will escort you to each of the gates that you will be exiting from, and then you will face one another. But let, let me remind you all, this is, of course, just for the ranking. So win, if you can, of course, but... 
just don't don't kill one another. <laughs> well, we're not allowed, right? Right. Yeah. If we were allowed, were you were you considering it? I wasn't. No, no. <laughs> I'm just saying. Mogert, you like have something she to says. tell us? No, no, no. Mogert. I am just saying that you know she said don't kill each other. Funny. Of course, of course, and yes. I'm, it's fine. I didn't think that was it's, a it's rule. Fine. Help yourselves to the drinks if you would like, and as I said, someone will be along very soon. And good luck. Thank you. No, Chris, I don't want to kill you. I know, you. I know. I was just being dramatic. They're making me do this. <laughs> what did they put in your water? That's Felicia crying. Chris goes and gets a glass of water and starts pacing, and you can tell he's nervous because his hands are shaking and the water's kind of just spilling everywhere. And Mogert's going to go get water, and she's going to start chasing him, like pacing with him back and forth. We all do it. Why are we doing this? <laughs> like ducks. <laughs> so the ranking me, so the winner of this, wait, how Whoa. does this work? Cured. So it ranks us as whoever wins is the number one, but the uh, in the line, and the, the ones that don't win, but are not the last, may be the one in the second and the third. And the fourth and the fifth, maybe. You get it? I don't know. What? I was very confused. The door opens again and in steps a, uh, a very tall, not quite as tall as Kjorg, reddish-orange-scaled dragon. Oh, hey, Mogert, this guy. your boyfriend's here. His long sword <laughs> is at his hip and his shield on his left arm. Ah, yes. Well, that was fun enough, wasn't it? Oh, you were all here. My, my, my. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> And he kind of strides over towards you, Mogert, and does a... He's wearing a cape. He does like a swift uh, flowing the cape back and like kneels and takes your hand in his and kneels down to kiss it again. I don't know why you're doing that. That's a very odd introduction. <laughs> it is itself. clear, my dear, that you have never met a proper gentleman. No. I grab the cape and pull him back. Are you trying to clean our hands off? What are you doing, dude? I just washed my hands. We didn't just eat. There should be no leftover no, food on our hands. No, we just ate, and you know how I am with the food. It's I don't get all messy unless it's like <laughs> my spaghetti. Listen, it, you might want to stop my, grabbing her hand like my that. My dear, my rose, my <laughs> diamond in the rough. Dude, she can kill you with one finger. What are you doing? I am not a rock. I know that I'm as strong am, as a rock. I am but simply I am not trying to show I, you. My affection. Oh, yeah? I think Claren is jealous. Oh. You need to talk to him. <laughs> no. So, uh, oh, of course. Claren it is, right? Yeah. I watched your match. It was it was very good. Very, it was a good match. Was it very proper? It was a, it was a good match. Okay. And Mr. Champion. <laughs> My goodness, what brute strength you have. What about... <laughs> You're going to want to stay away from this one on the battlefield. Isn't that right, Mr. People's Champion? Yeah. Hey, how does this match work yeah, anyway? tell us. What do you mean? What happens after it's over? Once it's over, well, we will be ranked from the winner to the loser. One, two, three, four, five. So it'll be Kjorg, all of us somewhere in the middle, and then you at the bottom. <laughs> Claren. <laughs> and he claps you on the shoulder a little too hard. <laughs> you are a really funny guy. Well. Has anyone ever told you you're really funny? They've told me a lot of things. You're hilarious. Uh, you're he is a jokester and Mogert hits Anyhow, him. as I was saying, I was trying to explain <laughs> that essentially the next matches, the uh, following days of the gauntlet, we will be ranked and we will have our number that 
uh, will determine who we'll be facing. It'll give us certain advantages, the higher your rank, you know, things like that. So it simply makes the path forward easier if you win. But we all continue forward. That's what's important. And my dear Miss Stonefire, he like swoops back over to you again and he... He kind of reaches out and puts his hand on your chin for like, just he like brushes your chin. Do not touch my chin. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant no offense. Well, I'm trying to stay focused and you. <laughs> you you're are really not, distracting me. You're not letting me uh, focus. Of course, my dear. And, and I, I, as much as I am elated that you are here and I am graced once again with your presence, I'm afraid that I, I won't be holding back out there. So. All right. Be sure to give me the best you've got. Well, you better watch your back. <laughs> No, really? Nobody? He, he turns and looks at Claren. Is that a threat? Uh, yeah, no. I don't, we'll see. Well, I guess we'll see, won't we? Oh, by the way, if you're thirsty, you might want to go outside because they ain't got no tea and crumpets in here. They actually they just got water. <laughs> I'm sorry. Mm. Speaking of drinks, Kjorg has the pitch, whole pitcher of Dragonade and he has He's chugging turned it. up. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Oh, yep. drinking water. Chris is spilling water on the ground. <laughs> Anyhow, I, as I was saying, um, this is an this is an honorable sport. This is an honorable contest, and may the best man or woman win. Elf and dwarf in has business in Rome. There is an elf and a dwarf, but there's no men. There's an elf, a dwarf, a gnome, a halfling, and a dragonborn. Uh, about that time, the door opens and a figure steps in. A young gentleman wearing uh, the robes that demark that he is working for uh, the gauntlet, and he says, uh, "It it is it's it's time if, if if you all would like to follow us." And he points. There's a group of others. We'll lead you to your gates. Are, are you ready? Ready as we'll ever be. Yes. Uh, we're all ready except for what what what's your name again? Drake. Drake O'Kelly. Everybody's ready except for Fake O'Smelly over here. He uh, <laughs> turns on a heel and he like fans his cape out and it like flies up and it smacks you in the face. Lead the way, my dear boy. Before we go. Gosh. Before we go, boys. Yes. Not you, Drake. <laughs> oh. Hold on a second. Oh, I'm, I'm can sorry. Can you scoot on, Can you scoot back just a little? Um. Uh. uh a little bit farther. Yeah, I'm just going to go on. I'll, right, I'll go on. All right. I'll see you on the battlefield. We have to. We have to talk. So good luck today, guys. I know that we will all do our best to win, and I will not expect anything less. If you go easy on me, and I find out, I will be very upset. So just give it your all, and let's show them what the champion team can do. But wait. What? If we lose on purpose, does that mean we get a fight more? I don't know, actually. We're going to get the fight anyways. Oh. I'm pretty sure that's what he just said. Okay. This is just to help us uh, fight more people. Something. I don't know. He talks really fast. But if we lose, then we have to... It's more difficult right. for us after that. Perhaps. How about we do our best? I don't want to hurt you people, but there's clerics, so it's like... You know, we, we'll be okay. Right? I'm nervous. Champion team on three! <laughs> One... Two, three. Champion, Champion team! team! Alright, we're ready. Mogut, you better watch your back for that orange guy. Uh, what? I don't know. Uh, he's a little weird. Why? You better be careful. Just just watch your six and your twelve and your nine. I don't and know. And all how the times of the clock. I've uh, never I'm, seen a clock. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm afraid we really are going to have to go. It's, it's almost time. Here we, oh, go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. We, we were waiting on you. Come on. An attendee steps up to each of you and. And kind of signals. And I'm running. 
You all, they don't run, but they walk quickly. I pick them up and I run. No, 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 no. Put me, put me down. Put me down. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. You all get to your gates. You're separate. You're standing there. It's very much like the same gate that you walked out previously, and you can hear the people starting to uh, get restless out there, and you hear the crowds quieting down, and you hear the voice of Juniper radiating from the other side of the gate. It's a thin stone wall. Welcome, everyone, to the final round of the day. This has been exciting! And you guys hear the cheering and stomping and all the things in the crowd. Our five fierce competitors have been taken care of and healed by our clerics, and they're ready to enter for one last time to close out the first week of the gauntlet. Our five champions, Claren Dree, Cure, the people's champion, Mogur Stonefire, Chris keeps rocks in socks, and Drake O'Kelly will face one another on the battlefield to decide who is the best among them today. This rank will help them in the days to come. Are we ready to give it our best? And everyone starts cheering and cheering. You hear drums beating, drums beating. Let's welcome to the field our champions. Team. One. The doors open. You step out. Everyone is cheering. You see across the field as all of your companions step out. And unlike the rest of your matches for the day, this battlefield is empty. It is a solid, hard stone ground. (laughs) Okay, roll initiative. Are we all like nervous right now? 14. 14, Kjork? Mm-hmm. 19 for me. 19 on Claren. What about Chris? I'm going to go first with a solid four. Oh, boy. Mogert. <sighs> Nine. 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 Oh, fake dude. Draco right Schmelly. Fake O'Smelly. With his initiative bonus, which is only a plus two. He got a dirty twan. Wow. He actually goes last because the cape gives him disadvantage. His daddy paid for this. So what I did, guys, just so you're aware, I've got this circle of the map. I'm going to post it here in just a second. Posting. But I, I, I numbered the spots, and your initiative order determined who was where. So that just kind of tells you who is closest to who. So you all have uh, the image of the map there just to help you uh, visualize it. You all step out from the map that you have. Drake is at the number one position. At the number two gate is Claren. At the number three gate is Kjork. At the number four gate is Mogert. And at the number five gate is Chris. So Drake and Mogert are 60 feet away from each other. Claren and Chris are 60 feet away from each other. Kjork, you're in the middle-ish. But you can see you're about 25 feet. Each of you, when you come out the gate, are about 25-ish feet. And obviously, this is not mathematically accurate necessarily. You're 25-ish feet away from the next gate. Okay, so the first one who is going to take a turn is actually going to be Drake. Drake? Interestingly oh. enough, O'Kelly. Drake steps out and everyone's cheering and you can all hear people <laughs> cheering each of your names. And Drake does a quick wave as he steps out and as everyone else steps out, he does a quick look around and he sees directly to his left, around 25 feet away, <laughs> the closest person to him is Claren. That's me. And a grin comes across his face. <laughs> What's up, Drake? And he takes off at a run. No one is surprised. Running full speed ahead <laughs> toward Clarence. Yeah. No. Oof. Let's go do it. He closes in that 25 feet pretty quickly. And when he does, he draws a sword as he is coming. <laughs> From his waist, he draws a bright orange bladed longsword. 
Oh. Holy cow. With a really cool, like, blue handle uh, that you can oh. see in his hand. Did your daddy pay for that sword? You see him kind of, like, cock his left arm, almost like you would, like, a shotgun. Like, and the shield that's on his arm, another part of it slips out so it covers up past his hand. And now it's twice the size that it was before. So he's got a shield in his left hand and a long orange sword in his right hand. And he jumps as he gets within five feet of you, Claren. Ooh. He's going to come down on you with that sword. Cool. Jump strike. I'm going to die. Sword plant. That is a 28 to hit. Oh, that misses. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he rolled really. Yeah, I didn't roll a 20, but man, he almost did. He, as he's swinging down through the air, you hear him yell something out. And right as the sword's coming down towards you, I'm assuming you're like bringing a sword up trying to block him and do something, right? Yeah. What are you doing? The sword bursts into flames. <laughs> Ezra makes an egg. <laughs> he makes an egg. <laughs> okay. All right. First, you take 12 slashing damage. Now, remember, once per turn, you Yikes. can uncanny dodge to reduce it by half. Give me six, Bob. Okay. So you uncanny dodge. What does it look like when you uncanny dodge? I do a tuck and roll and roll underneath him as he's coming down. Okay. So he does slash across you. And when he does, that flame catches the back of your shirt, um, of your armor. And you feel as that part of your shirt immediately catches fire. <laughs> Yikes. What did he just roll? I rolled those sixes. Yeah, he, he I just, just rolled, rolled two, two sixes. Yikes. Oh. You take 12 fire damage as the flames lick up your back as you're rolling away. Yikes. So, that's 12 more damage. Literally rolled those. Like, it was like, oh. I couldn't believe it. I'm going to try and swing at you a second time. That's a 27. Oh, my. Uh, it is the dice. Stop using those. I'll switch dice on the next time he attacks. Yikes. This time is going to be a hit. Paul said uh, it's all about the roll. Yeah, I ain't rolled. <laughs> you take 13 slashing damage, and you take four fire damage. It was 35 damage on one hit. Huzzah! Huzzah. <laughs> you hear Juniper. Draco, Draco Kelly comes, comes out swinging. swinging. Oh, man. Clarence, I hope you're ready for that flaming sword. He wasn't ready. Clarence, it is your turn. How do you react? Ah! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> How do you react? Ah! My well, I give up. Well, I don't like it. it. So is he open my busy he is still? Within five feet. Yeah. So am I allowed to do that thing where I can get away and? Yep. You use bonus action disengage. Yep. I'm gonna be like, I didn't know your sword turned fire. And then I'm gonna disengage. Okay. Did your dad buy that sword too? <laughs> and then I'm going to longbow this crackerjack. Okay, so you're going to try and disengage in longbow. Yeah. You mean shortbow. Yeah, you're saying longbow, but you mean shortbow. Shoot this foe. Hit him with the chair. It's a five plus nine, which is a 14. That is a miss. You fire an arrow at him as you're running away, and he brings his shield up and just knocks it aside. Let's do it again. Uh, Do you have extra attack? Yes. I have a second-hand melee weapon. But you can't do that either because you already used your bonus action. (laughs) Ezra's having a mental breakdown over here. He's got it rough. He's chewing his we got, straw. Look, let we me just let me just clarify something. He might have attacked you anyway because you're closest to him. Don't it's blame this on that, me. It's possible he would have. But when you were pushing his buttons and talking smack to him in there, you were saying, come at me, bro. <laughs> like you were literally begging him, please come at me. Literally. You stuck him right next to me in the gate. The dice stuck him next to you. It was the rolls. Your attack misses. Do you go ahead and use your whole 30 feet to get away from yeah, him? Yeah, give me the flube out of the way. Okay, you're running toward the middle of the field. Sure. Yeah, do it. Who's next? Cure. Uh, that did not. Be that was cured. not a good couple turns. 
Kjorg is. Now you know what the name Kjorg is. Now you know what the name Kjorg, you know the name Kjorg is. All right, Kjorg. I want that Please, shield. The one that's attached to his arm? Yes. So are you're you? going to go. Okay, well, he is. He, him and Mogert are equidistant to you. He, it's attached to his uh, arm? It, yeah, he had it. It's like it's like strapped onto his arm. It's not like a part of his arm. Like a strap or metal? Like two straps. It's not metal. It would be metal wrapped around his forearm. It's two straps that, that secure it to his forearm, like leather belts. That hold it there, but it's it's like a it shifts anyway. Yeah, take his arm. Time to cut that <laughs> arm off. So what are you doing? What are you doing? I want to cut his arm off. You don't have a sword or anything. You got a hammer. I have hand axes. You're gonna use your hand axes. You have a magic <laughs> hammer, a legendary <laughs> weapon, and Sanean's mace. Also, you can't actually cut his hand off. That's against the rules. That's not against the rules. If, yeah, if you cut his hand off, they'll probably try to re- reattach it later. They'll reattach it. Yeah, the clerics will reattach it. What? Yeah. Yeah, you, that's what I was saying. They could have reattached Kjorg's hand. She told him that if they'd have had the hand. This is amazing. Let's get it. They never said that was against the rules. What am I, I going to do? I want to run over to Drake O'Kelly. What's going to be funny is when all four of y'all are within 10 feet of each other and Chris drops a fireball on all of you. It's going to be great. <laughs> Taking myself out with them. No, you're, you're, all, you're all the way on the other side of the field. I'll sacrifice myself for you Okay, guys. you run toward Drake. I run toward Drake, and I want to do exactly what he did. Leaping strike? Leaping strike with the Mace of Smiting. Jump and attack him with the Mace of Smiting. Go ahead and roll it. Um, that's a natural 20. Oh, 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 boy. It says 30 right there. I was like, did you roll a yes. 30? Yes. Dang. <laughs> 30, baby. Is that going to cut his arm off? Can I smash his arm off, please? Please. It disintegrates his arm off. Okay. Crumples him. Crumpets that crumples. Crumples it off there. Go ahead and roll me the damage. I mean, you got to roll me the damage. All right. So uh, it's 2d6 plus 6, right? 2d6s plus your savage attacks. You get an extra six, so that's three sixes, plus the mace gives you extra bonus on a crit, right? When you roll a 20 on attack roll, maybe this weapon, the target takes an extra seven bludgeoning damage. Three d6s plus 13. You got 12 plus four, one more six, so you're at 16, 17, 18, plus seven is 25. Eat it up. That's right, right? Yeah, boy. So 25 bludgeoning damage as you, you bring it down. And he does bring up the shield. He's kind of surprised by you. And then you hear the commentary. Oh, and the is going right for Drake. And he turns in time to see you in the air like. And you bring the mace down. And he kind of brings his shield up, but he doesn't get like posted up for it. Uh, and he tries to parry it, but he can't. And when you crash into that shield, it literally like rips it off his arm. And his arm is still intact, but it goes flying off of him. Like, it doesn't land at his feet. It, it bounces like 10 feet away from him. It's my shield now. Now, what do you do? I go grab the shield. If you go away from him, he's going to attack you. If you want to, I'll tell you what, if you want to make a roll, I'll let you make a pass, like a like a, like a a free roll to see if you can catch it before it bounces away. Okay. What do I roll? It's going to be sleight of hand. Sleight of hand. Oh, my gosh. Your sleight of hand's good. I forgot. It's going to be slide, slide of, hand. of hand. I got it. That's uh, a 13. Joke's on you. Forget. Okay, 13. I'm going to roll just to pick a DC here. Oh, my god. He gosh. says slide of hand. He forgets I have a good slide of hand every time. <sighs> you got it. You you catch it. Uh, yes. you, you beat yes. the roll DC here, even with a good bonus. Put it on your head. So you catch it in your hand. No. Um, Straps it to his head. Like, it's your turn. You have a, a chance to make another, a secondary attack. Are you going to do that now? 
Uh, yes. With the mace? Are with you the shield. You want to attack with the shield. Come on, Kjork. Kjork would attack, attack with, with the shield. Because he just got it. I attack with the shield. Okay. Roll me an attack roll. What do I roll? I mean, as a fighter, you're pretty much proficient with any kind of weapon. Like, and the, I mean, people, you could use a shield as a weapon, like a shield bash. So roll a d20 to attack, and we'll call it just your regular, be a plus nine. Plus nine. That's that's just his strength plus his uh, twelve. Twelve is a miss. Darn it! On that oh, miss, oh. you you swing the shield at him, and he now he's caught his footing, and he he has a serious look on his face, and he brings the sword up to block when you try to hit him with the shield, and it bounces off of the shield, and he does a little spin attack, and he's gonna swing his sword at you as a reaction using his repost ability. That's cheating. Forget pause. So like he is going to spend a superiority die. To repost, which is when a creature misses you with a melee attack, you can use your reaction and expend one superiority die to make a melee weapon attack against it. Add the superiority die to the attack's damage roll on the hit. So here's the die. That is not good. So 12. That's a miss. Miss. Repost is a rogue ability, right? It's not. Question. Yes. Has my AC increased and his decreased? If you equip the shield, if you are using it as a shield, then yes, your AC goes up by two and his goes down by two. Cool. Mine goes up by two? Mm-hmm. As long as you're holding that shield as a shield. I'll remember that. That's a miss, so he misses. That sucks. But that is... Is that the end of your turn? No, I action surge, and I want to bash his face in with my mace now. Oh, my gosh. Okay, go ahead. Amazing. 27. <laughs> you miss. <laughs> That's a hit. That would be seven damage. Okay, he takes seven damage. And that's the end of my turn. And now it is Mogert Stonefire. It's Mogert, and then Chris, 25 feet away from you. Claren is about 30-ish feet away from you in the very center, and they're 60 feet away from you. Well, no, they're they're more like they're they're 40, they're 50 feet away, 50-ish feet away from where they're at right now. Definitely didn't want to start out fighting a magic user. That's not what I wanted to do. Throw the hammer. Throw. <laughs> but Mogert, we paced together in the room. I know. <laughs> oh gosh. I'm kidding. Hit me if you think you would hit Can me. Can I tell you guys something? Tell us. I was thinking before this match that I wanted to get a shield. Yes. Guess what? Now you do. You just got one. I got you one. have we'll one. See. <laughs> We'll we see. will see. Paul's going to try his darnness. I will do everything I can to kill you with this guy. <laughs> All right, Mogert, what's it going to be? It's time. It's decision time, baby. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to rage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rages. I just grab my uh, turtle rock mm-hmm. off my back, mm-hmm. and I just just kind of flex. Uh-huh. And then you see all the runes and stuff kind of turn blue a little. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm going to run at... Okay, I'm going to... <laughs> Or what? <laughs> Kill someone. I'm really stressed out right just now. Just don't worry about it's, it. It's just like, a ranking match. If you I absolutely know, destroy just, me, good. Yeah, eventually, well, it may be a fight just, like this where when you beat them, they lose and they're out. Like, And that could be it. So she is going to run toward Chris. Oh. <sighs> it's okay. Uh-oh. She's run toward Chris. Two-handed. She'll <laughs> bonk me. And she'll two-handed hold that turtle rock as she's raging and then she'll grab a hand axe out of the side of the turtle shell okay and she's going to throw it at claire okay and she's going to use the ancestral protect roll it claire got put into a real bad disadvantage with all that damage and now it's going to be like people are going to think maybe we can pick him off and then he'll be out 
I mean, it's competition. It's every man for himself. Every woman for herself. It's not very good. No. It's a nine plus two plus... Do I get any more because I'm raging? Or is that on the attack roll? That's just on the attack roll. Yeah. Okay, so nine plus got... two. It's awful. I mean, you've got your inspiration if you want to burn it on that. I don't know if I'll it. Okay, or just throw another hand axe at him. True. But if you do that, you can't attack. Yeah, I know. I do got two hand axes. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. And then, so I'm going to get my other hand axe out, out of the same side, and throw it one more time okay. at Claren, mm-hmm. and hopefully this hits. So that's a dirty 20, right? Dirty 20? Is that a crit? No. No. no just a, if you do a nat 20, that's Yeah, a natural 20 is a crit. Yeah. Okay, you hit him. It's not going to be that much. 1d6 plus 6. 12, 12 damage. damage to Claren. And I did the uh, ancestral. So now anybody that you attack except for Mogert, you have disadvantage. And if you hit them, they have resistance. Which, in other words, you need to focus on Mogert. I think that's all I can do. But, I mean, I can run toward... And use a bonus action and activate your special temporary hit points. And that's once a day? Once a day. And this is the last fight? Yes. Then I'll do that. All right. Okay, so you activate your shield. I activate. I just twelve temporary hit points. I grab my uh, necklace and I just touch it, and then you see like a armor, blue armor looking astral, like astral armor, Mm -hmm. all over me. It's blue. Okay. And that's what Chris made me. Thank you, Chris. Chris is excited and disappointed that it worked. Do you stay where you are? Where at your gate? Do you move toward Claren? Do you move toward someone else? I'll probably run toward Chris a little. A little? A lot. So there's 25 feet between you and Chris. <laughs> you get up in his business, you back up, what do you do? Uh, I'll run toward Chris. You go right next to him? Sure, let's go okay. up next to him. So you go 25 feet over Chris, Mogert is running towards you. Oh, and Mogert sends an axe flying toward Claren. Poor Claren. But now she set her eyes on Chris and, oh boy, look at that cool armor. Thanks. Chris. Wow. Mogert is in your biz. She's within five feet of you. And you don't like it. How many rounds is a minute? Ten rounds in a minute. I'm going to cast Mage Armor. That's what I'm going to do. Magical Armor. It makes my AC 13 plus my dex. So I'm going to cast that, which will also bring up my temporary hit. Hold on just a second. This is a legitimate question. Okay. Legit. Did you Mage Armor in that previous fight? Ooh, I did at the beginning, so would that still be on? It lasts eight hours. Then probably. And you said when when I finish my fight that it would be about 45 minutes till the start of the next fight. Yeah. It's not been eight hours. So if, yeah. you, if you used it, then you've, you've already got that up. Okay. So in that case, I disappear. I didn't even see it. Blink and you missed it. He disappears. You just, he just disappear? He just disappears goes to another plane of existence. I'm not going to do it, though. I'm going to steel wind strike Moger and Claren. You're going to steel wind strike Moger, Moger and Claren because they're the only ones within range. Okay, let me read it this time. What is that? I choose up to five creatures within you 30 feet. You flourish the weapon used in the casting and then vanish to strike like wind. Choosing up to five creatures you can see within range, which is 30 feet, make a melee spell attack against each target. On a hit, the target takes 6d10 force damage. You can then teleport to an unoccupied space you can see within five feet of one of the targets you hit or missed. Okay. So you poof, you poof out of existence and steel shake wind blunt force flies in all around you and you can make an attack against Mogert and, and against Claren. Okay, so the one on Mogert uh-huh. is a 19. Wow! 
Does that hit? It hits. Yeah, you're, it you're hits. A, you're a 16. It hits. Okay, and the one on Claren is a 28. Oh my gosh, Claren. <laughs> wow. I'm sorry, Claren. <laughs> okay, uh, do I need to give you two different attack numbers? No, you roll one damage roll, and it and it uh, it counts for both of them. 38. Does he have an uncanny dodge? He already used it this turn. Oh. That's pain. Oh. Would have been real nice right now. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm sorry. Ezra, all I can say is I'm sorry. I, I mean, it's not you. It, it's not your fault. It's not you. It's me. So you take 38. So now to make sure you take the first 11 off those 10 hit points. So while she's doing that, describe what happens. So she gets right up in my grill. Mm-hmm. I disappear. Okay. Um, Mogert feels something hit her. Don't you like swing a weapon or something? Yeah, I'm making a melee attack with my staff. So basically, I just disappear. Both of them get hit. I reappear five feet from Claren, lowering him to the ground. You appear five feet from Claren toward which gate? The empty one that no one was okay. out. Six gate. Okay, Claren, you fall back on Chris, and he lowers you to the ground, and you hear, Oh, my goodness! Right, right as Mulder gets in his grill, Chris disappears, and a burst of that silver wind once more slashes boom into her, and then flying across the map. Claren, oh, poor Claren, but look at that. Chris lowers him to the ground, and here come the clerics. Let's give a big hand to Claren Dree. And the crowd Actually, flaps and cheers. Ballroom. Uh, 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 night rain. Uh, night rain. I'm sorry. Uh, night rain is, uh, here come the clerics. Everyone give him a hand. People start cheering and clapping. Claren, as you're lowered to the ground and the clerics come over, as you're walking off the field, people are clapping and cheering and chanting Night Ring. And as Claren marches off the field with the clerics arm in arm, that is where we're going to have to end this week's episode. Bye, Night Ring. The night begins to shine. Man, Ezra, that went rough. <laughs> well, that's the end of this episode, y'all. Welcome to the gauntlet. Welcome to the that jungle. All right, well. Things are getting intense. Can we hurry up and close this so we can play the next Yep, let's... Uh, right. Thank you. Can I go home now? <laughs> Am I allowed to just go home? This we'll is- see you guys next week when we find out who takes the first, second, third, and fourth place in the rankings. Right, bye. We love you. Yeah, we love you. Right about now would be a good time bye. Bye. for the Unchained to show up. It'd be great. Goodbye. Goodbye. This review comes from Spicy Meatball Extravaganza. Actually, that's what, it's, that's what it's titled. I mean, I take it back. Is This comes from BK Flamer. Let me just read you all that. I'm stupid. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> this leave, is that, name, leave that right? part that's in. Sorry. Ezra says he's stupid. Yeah. I'm stupid. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I'm stupid. No, I'm just re- Shut up. <laughs> you shut up. Go ahead. This review comes from BK... <laughs> I don't know. I think I did too harder than I meant to. I was just gonna try to just put it in, and I karate chopped his throat. Leave it in. This goes from BK. I felt his esophagus close around my hand. It was an accident. Let's record next week. Ezra's got to go to the hospital. I broke my larynx. Okay, go ahead. Uh, You're going to sound like me in that one episode we did. Evolution! Evolution! (laughs) Go ahead. You asked her out on a date.
I mean, he yeah. was trying to, he's like really she working had no hard. Idea. She didn't know. I don't think we ever got the answer we wanted. Well, well let me ask you a question. Okay. If, if she had known, if she realized it was a date, what would she have said? <laughs> I have to ask my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Write her a message in the sand. She'll see it eventually. It's, it's uh, angles, man. And, Shut up. And pie. You're right. If you're going straight, it would be a little less than 50. No. But anyway, we're doing, <laughs> we're not doing trigonometry while we're playing D&D. &D. Nervous, I can't concentrate. I can tell you're shook. I just, I'm it's gonna be bad when it's like really bad. I know, I'm just, I don't know. <laughs> How far is clearing from me? <laughs> 30 feet. Okay, listen, uh, if you range attack clearing, oh, no, 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 I'm I'm going to steal away from you. Baby, <laughs> what are you going to do? I was about to say. <laughs> Look, I know y'all are fighting nervous. each other, but it's taking y'all 10 weird. minutes okay. to tell me what you're doing. Okay, okay, Paul. Turn. Okay, Paul. I'm going to steal wind strike, Moger, and Claren. Are you, don't throw your phone. You might shatter the screen. 27 HP and I only did one thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I threw my phone.